0: an Audi original.
1: Yeah, me. Okay, good. I I wish I wish we had time to catch up properly and Happy New Year and everything like that, but uh, we'll keep keep that for another time.
0: This is a secret recording. It was made in January 2014. In it, Belinda Walter, the spy at the centre of our story, Is speaking to one of her handlers at British American Tobacco, a man we're calling the Welshman. As we heard in the last episode, Belinda seems to be secretly recording the Welshman because she's turning the tables on BAT. She's now apparently working with the South African Revenue Service to expose BAT's activities. And the Welshman is nervous that Belinda might have talked. And given away their secret, and he seems to be aware that BAT are being investigated.
1: I need to ask you one question. You really need to answer it for me, and if it's good or bad. Okay. Have, you told any, have you told anyone about our payments to you?
2: So I'm just going to pause and give you running commentary.
0: That's Johan van Lochrenberg, who we met last time. As a younger man, Johan spent half of the 90s as an undercover cop, busting bank robbers and drug dealers. In January 2014, Johan was a tax official, a chief investigator at the South African Revenue Service. He was running an investigation called Project Honey Badger, which was probing the tobacco industry, including BAT's operations. And despite their modest size, honey badgers have a fearsome reputation for taking on much bigger predators. We heard this conversation between Belinda and the Welshman in the last episode, but there's a huge amount to unpack here. So we're going to listen closer now, and Johan's going to help us peel back some of the layers to understand more about what's going on from his point of view. Have
1: you told anyone about our payments to you? Uh, intimated and that uh, you know, eventually we started paying you for, you know, the um, information. No, no, not at all. No one? No, no
2: one. Okay. So <laughs> there, there's a little bit of nervousness here in this question. Look, he's clearly debriefing her, okay? He's trying to learn uh, things from her. He's trying to understand what's happening. And so he's asking her, and he wants her to answer him honestly, has she told anybody about the payments received from BAT? And her answer to him is no, which is not true.
0: So Johan thinks the Welshman and his bosses at BAT are right to be suspicious of Belinda, and the Welshman seems very keen to impress on her. That BAT hasn't broken any laws by employing her.
1: What I want you to know is, firstly, our arrangement is purely above board this side and everything else, and it's purely above board that side, uh, because it was for, which is not illegal, to pay you for information in exchange of all the good information and the criminal activity which was then subsequently passed to the South African authorities. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no nefarious activity on our part here. But that man in that office is trying to make out something that there was nefarious activity. Like, he is aware that you got payments from us.
0: That man in that office is trying to make out like there's been nefarious activity. Johan says he knows exactly who the Welshman is referring to.
2: I think that's me.
1: How? And, right, hold on. And you've got a name, yeah? And the name is the guy you went to dinner with me in London with. What do you mean a name? I'm confused now. You've got a first name, yeah? Of a guy you went to dinner with in London. Think, think clearly now, yeah? Yes, yes. This is 100%. Yeah. He yeah, has got a name which is not me, it's the name of the guy that we had dinner with. And also linked to the
0: cards. The Welshman suggests that not only does Johan know that Belinda is being secretly paid by BAT, but he also knows the name of someone she's been meeting with, a BAT employee whose name is linked to the allegedly illegal Travelex card payments. And did you know the name at the time?
2: Yes, I knew both names at the time. So their intelligence is fairly accurate on this? They would have known about everything we were investigating.
0: How does the Welshman seem to know so much about Johan's investigation? We don't know for certain. What's clear is that BAT seemed to have eyes and ears everywhere armed with that intelligence the Welshman is confused as to how it is that Johan the taxman investigating allegations relating to BAT's covert payments knows so much about Belinda's shadowy dealings with the tobacco giant Did they
1: look at you secretly and find out how could they link how could they link those withdrawals to you unless they bothered you or something you know
0: The Welshman is speculating that Johan must be spying on Belinda. How else could he have collected so much information about their clandestine payments? But the truth is far stranger than the Welshman could ever possibly imagine. Because the reason Johan had so much information about Belinda is because Johan the taxman and Belinda the spy were lovers. They've been dating for more than two months at the time Belinda secretly recorded the conversation with the Welshman that we've been listening to. I'm Victoria Hollingsworth from the Bureau of Investigative Journalism. You're listening to Smokescreen. This is the story of how British American Tobacco, one of the world's largest companies, came to be involved in widespread espionage enlisting a network of spies and informants who helped them infiltrate their rivals. BAT say that in fact they were trying to combat tobacco smuggling and tax avoidance in South Africa. We were never meant to know about any of this, but the reason we do is because of one woman. She was an attorney who was paid to spy on BAT's competitors. Last week, we heard how Belinda turned against BAT to apparently become a whistleblower. This week, we're going to be telling you all about her relationship with Johan van Lochremberg, the man on a mission to hold BAT to account for their corporate espionage and alleged crimes. We're going to tell you the story of how Johan the taxman and Belinda the spy fell in love. And out of love with massive consequences. This is episode 3, Matters of the Heart.
2: You know, I I I'm not the Johanna I was then. The Johann then only worked and it defined me. And along came this lady And we clicked. How I came to meet her was pure chance.
0: It's September 2013, and Johan van Lochenberg is sitting in his office at the South African Revenue Service. He's about to have a meeting. Johan has lots of meetings. Now, this may not seem like a very exciting way to start a story, but stick with me.
2: My work life was starting to consume me.
0: Johan has a pile of work on his plate. It's his job to make sure that all the players in the tobacco industry are paying their full taxes and that there's no funny business going on. And in that spirit, he's invited Belinda Walter, the attorney who ostensibly represents the smaller tobacco manufacturers, to a meeting, their first meeting.
2: What I saw, first of all, was... An ordinary um, attorney who happened to be uh, a part-time chairperson of a small grouping of tobacco manufacturers who was a bit younger than me, she was clearly very bright, she was attractive, she was focused and she had an aura of vulnerability.
0: And it goes pretty much as you'd expect for a meeting between a tax official and a lawyer. A few weeks later, Belinda starts texting Johan about work, at first.
2: It became friendly. She then asked me where I was, what I was doing.
0: It isn't long before the tone of their conversation becomes more informal.
2: It became flirty. If I can use that term, but not in a in a seedy sense. It just you know it 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 became friendly. And it culminated in her offering to buy me a drink.
0: And so on the 25th of October 2013, Johan and Belinda go on a date. Their first date. Now it's fair to say that Johan's not a natural dater. For starters, as he would be the first to admit, He doesn't have much of a sense of humour.
2: One of the first questions I asked her was, before we make this serious, are you tax compliant? And she said to me, no. And I said, well, we can't date if you're not tax compliant.
0: I will just say, Johan, saying to a girl, if you want to get serious, you want to be tax compliant, it's one of the most unusual chat-up lines I've heard.
2: It wasn't a chat-up line, Victoria. It was uh... (laughs) a... It was a serious, it was a serious requirement.
0: Are you tax-compliant? <laughs> I'm No, I'm so sorry. I couldn't help it. See what I mean? Belinda has her own recollections of that evening. In her version of events, the relationship started a lot more passionately. This is how she described her first date with Johan in a formal complaint she would later make against him. She refers to him by his initials, JVL. Her words are read by an actor.
1: On the evening of 25 October 2013,
0: JVL told me that he had fallen in love with me immediately upon meeting me and that I should just accept that our destiny lay together. A sexual and intimate relationship commenced that same evening. Both Belinda and Johan agree that a second date quickly followed. A visit to a cheese factory for lunch followed by a long walk. And it's here that, Johan says, Belinda told him something extraordinary. She revealed to him that she'd been an informant for the South African State Security Agency, the equivalent of the UK's MI5.
2: So what I then hear is, look, uh, I'm one of you. Okay, I'm not just the lawyer. I'm actually also one of you who are trying to catch the bad people. If it becomes publicly known, I am gonna be in serious trouble.
0: At that time, in October 2013, Johan had only a tiny piece of the puzzle. As far as he understood it, Belinda was spying for the government. He had no idea that she was also working for BAT, or receiving her wages, somewhat unusually, via TravelX cards.
2: At that point, there was no mention of, you know, this alternative payment system with British American tobacco or handlers in London offices who she was giving secret information to on their commercial competitors for a fee or anything. I knew nothing of that.
0: Johan says that Belinda told him that she just couldn't take the pressure – and wanted to get out of the spying game for good.
2: I've been under so much stress and trauma living this life. I want out, I'm going to get out. That's why I'm telling you this. And in that context, my response to her was then, okay, sure, that's a mouthful, but okay, I hear you. I hear where you're coming from. I'm not going to dismiss you out of hand. Let's get on with our lives.
0: From there, Belinda and Johan's relationship grew, and things progressed very, very quickly. It's 10am on the 16th of November 2013, three weeks after their first date. And Johan is sending Belinda messages on WhatsApp. The reason we have these messages is that they were included in an annex as evidence to accompany Belinda's unsigned witness statement. Johan's words are read by an actor.
3: You are so many wonderful things. Even if you have forgotten about it. You are such a cool mom. You've achieved so much in your life. You tried to help BAT for the right reasons, even though they used you. You studied with great adversity. You had the guts to start your own practice. You started FETA and the counterfeit body. You played the games. You were fearless. You have heart.
0: Johan believes that Belinda selectively disclosed these messages in order to construct a particular narrative. He says that they're not the whole story, but he doesn't deny that they are real messages.
3: Now it's time to have someone who cares and allow that person to care. Give me the space to bring you back. You're a beautiful woman. You're so smart. You have such a good heart. You have empathy, you're a thinker, you're so sexy, you're so much of everything that is good. You deal with complexity effortlessly. Start believing in yourself again. You have your whole life ahead of you. I do. Give me a chance."
0: I've got to admit, it feels a bit invasive to be sharing these messages, but they're important for reasons that will become clear. Firstly, the messages show just how hard Johan had fallen for Belinda.
2: That's something I've never denied. It certainly did not develop slowly. I think personally I might have been a little bit vulnerable in in a sense that I was lonely. And so the attention or the interest that she signaled certainly was attractive. To me, at a level, it must have been. Otherwise, I would not have responded in the way in which I did.
0: More than that, these messages show just how early in their relationship Johan knew that Belinda was working for BAT. These messages were sent less than a month after their first date. And the reason that detail is so important is because Johan was actively investigating BAT as part of Project Honey Badger at the very same time he and Belinda were dating. And very early on in their relationship, Johan began to share sensitive information with Belinda about his confidential investigation, despite the fact that he knew Belinda was a paid BAT informant. I'm going to tell you exactly what Johan told Belinda in just a moment. But first, we need to give him the opportunity to explain, in his own words, why he did what he did. So, you know, I get it. You had a very intense relationship. Within a few weeks, you must have felt you had this level of trust. But still, somebody in your position in the investigation that you were doing, sharing information on that level with somebody who you knew was part of what you were investigating. You know, that doesn't that doesn't sort of look good on paper, doesn't sound good to me.
2: I accept that. I accept it doesn't look good. Um, she did tell me that she had this relationship with BAT. It was something that was authorized, to use her term. It was something that occurred in conjunction with her handlers. She was, in fact, up until that point, part of the state investigating crime. She was one of me. I was one of them. We were the good guys.
0: As far as his own professional conduct is concerned, Johann says he informed the relevant authorities at the Revenue Service about his relationship with Belinda and about her disclosures to him that she'd been working both for the state and British American Tobacco. He also says there were lots of other messages.
2: Some of it's in text, repeatedly, over that time period, that um, is this OK, is this legit, is this, is this authorised? Are you covered um, legally? Um, do you know what you're doing? Did these people obtain the necessary authority and so on? And her position at that point in time was affirmative, And I took her explanation at face value.
0: But it's still hard not to view Johan's disclosures to Belinda as a serious failure of his professional judgments. I don't understand why you trusted her when she gives you such astonishing news that she is effectively on the other side, on the side that you're investigating, why you didn't immediately say, OK, I can't do this relationship with you and I need to recuse myself from this, my position investigating this. You know, we can't carry on like this.
2: Hmm. No, I I understand that. I mean, I don't understand it either. I can only ascribe it to the fact that she immediately took me into confidence and disclosed um, things to me that um, made me believe in her, um, that made me trust her. No, even today, as I sit and I think back to that time period, um, I I believe she was genuine. Uh, I I believed it at the time, and I still do. I don't think it was a ruse. I don't think she or anybody else directed her to disclose to me all of these things. I think um, it's easy to, after the fact, Um, you know, analyze and dissect and, you know, would be, could be, should be, should have, would have, must have, should not have. But the fact of the matter is that she trusted me sufficiently to share certain things with me that would have put her in harm's way. And it immediately dropped my guard and The nature of our interactions were never intended to become public in any event. These were private conversations.
0: You're going to have to judge for yourself Johan's choices in making these disclosures to Belinda. But ultimately, it's incredibly useful for us that he did. Johan's under a lot of legal restrictions as to how much he can share with us about Project Honey Badger. It was, after all, a confidential investigation. Which is why what he disclosed to Belinda in the messages you're about to hear is such valuable information. These are messages that were never meant to be seen. It's a window into the world of Project Honey Badger, the top secret investigation. That's coming up after the break. It's lunchtime on the 22nd of November, 2013. Nearly one month to the day since Johan's first date with Belinda. And Johan is messaging her. Johan has got news for Belinda. Big news. Project Honeybadger is ready to pounce.
3: OK, I've decided. We are going for BAT. But I'm not using you. I just need those copies. I'm speaking to HMRC now to start investigation on that end. Keep very quiet about this, okay?
0: This is a major escalation in Johan's investigation. He believes that BAT-UK might have committed offences falling under the jurisdiction of the UK authorities. Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, or HMRC, is the British equivalent of the South African Revenue Service. If Project Honey Badger is going to land a successful prosecution against BAT, then Johan is going to need the UK authorities to play ball. He needs to show them that he has compelling evidence that offences have been committed. And Belinda seems to be right by Johan's side, ready and willing to help. In all of this, we should not forget BAT's strenuous denial of any wrongdoing. Okay. But I'm in.
3: If you want me to record them in London, etc. It's very easy. They want to increase payments. No. No games. You must start to learn to hold yourself back now when things happen. No more games. Back to normality for you. You withdraw from them now. Don't underestimate what is unfolding here. Fight that little urge inside of you a little bit. They want to suck you in more. Please listen to me. It's a matter of time before all of this is going to come out in public.
0: What you'll notice is that Johan's replies to Belinda are much longer than her short messages. It feels like he's really confiding in her. And he seems worried that the way his investigation into BAT is proceeding could provoke a reaction. OK, will do. We'll send you a copy of text. Relax, what do you say goes?
3: It's now going to become very nasty. They won't hesitate to burn you or anyone else here. Trust me. This is about old money. Family investments and professionals are now going to be called in. They're not amateurs. It's a whole different kettle of fish now.
0: Then Johan reveals that he's taking things one step further.
3: I've done A formal request to Serious Fraud Office in UK too.
0: The Serious Fraud Office, or SFO, is the UK government authority which investigates and prosecutes serious or complex fraud, bribery, and corruption. This is a very big deal. Just hear how Belinda reacts. Shite. Belinda's right to be worried. If the SFO are getting involved, it could mean that Johanna's uncovered evidence much more serious than tax avoidance. The SFO only gets involved when there may potentially be big criminal charges at play. Now, there's a really important detail in all of this. It's one we mentioned last week, and it's something we're going to be coming back to a few times as the series goes on. In 2017, the Serious Fraud Office opened an investigation into BAT's operations, not just in South Africa, but across the whole continent. And in January of this year, the investigation was shelved. The SFO said that, in their view, there was not enough evidence to bring a prosecution. It's a point that BAT stressed to us in their response to our questions. But this story takes place in 2013, several years before the SFO's investigation. And back then, it seemed like there was a chance that there might be potential criminal charges to be brought. So Belinda's understandably concerned about her position in all of this. This exchange took place a few days later. Will they tip off company?
3: They will check with the card companies. We are getting all cards associated with BAT PLC and all transactions on them ever used in South Africa to begin with. They will also ask BAT PLC for all employment or service agreements with people residing in South Africa that they have ever remunerated in any way or form. But then they know it's me. No, because you weren't the first person we picked up. We picked up eight others over the last year.
0: Yikes. Yikes, indeed. What Johann is saying here is that he believes that Belinda isn't the only person who's been receiving undeclared payments from BAT. And the Revenue Service think that there are eight other Travelex cardholders. Johan thinks he may have potentially uncovered a network of spies and informants, all being paid in the same way as Belinda. He's just revealed that Belinda appears to be just one piece in a much larger puzzle, a cog in a much bigger machine. Johan's not allowed to tell us about the eight Travelex cardholders, and he's certainly not allowed to talk to me about the letter the South African Revenue Service sent to HMRC in the UK. Listen how cagey he gets when I ask him about it.
2: I'm not even able to confirm if such a letter existed or not.
0: Well, I can confirm that such a letter exists because I've got a hold of a copy of it, or at least an extract. I can't tell you how I got it, but I can tell you that I didn't get it from Johan. The letter outlines the, quote, modus operandi of BAT's payment system. It confirms that the tax officials have identified eight TravelX cardholders in South Africa being paid by BAT, and it asks the HMRC investigate and obtain
3: the nature of the employment or services rendered between BAT and South African residents and copies of such contracts or agreements.
0: This is a really key point. As a taxman, Johan is focused on investigating whether or not tax has been appropriately paid on these seemingly suspicious TravelX card payments. But this might be way bigger than just tax. By pulling at that thread, Johan could potentially be untying a much bigger knot. He's going to get to the bottom of exactly who BAT have been paying and why. It's a question that strikes at the heart of whether any of what they were doing might have been unlawful. If we go back now to that phone call between Belinda and the BAT staff member we're calling the Welshman which took place a little over a month after Johan made his formal request to the UK's serious fraud office, we can see what's really at stake.
1: That man in that office is trying to make out something, that there was nefarious activity. He is playing silly games because he's telling the UK side, who's looking at us now, (laughs) that the amount reached terrorism limits, yes?
0: The fact that the UK authorities are now getting involved may well help to explain why the Welshman is so keen to impress on Belinda that everything they've done has been entirely legal and above board.
1: This is just to reassure you. Everything outside, as long as as you said all along, that you would declare for tax purposes that you are legal and we are legal this side. Uh-huh. Yes.
0: He says that he has no problem with her declaring the payments to the Revenue Service in South Africa, although he appears a little more uncomfortable with her discussing how she was paid.
1: Yeah, because I was going to declare an amount. I wasn't going to declare how. I didn't know I have to declare how. I don't think you have to declare how because it's not illegal.
0: The legality of the payments is a point that the Welshman stresses to Belinda over and over again.
1: Not a problem. It was a legal thing. All our taxes paid this side. Anybody we talk to that side are advised to keep everything legal, as you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Because
1: it's all very strange how they've got this link, which isn't illegal. It's all about board activity.
0: He says that there's nothing to worry about. All the tax has been paid, and he's happy to answer any questions the authorities may have
1: before, just with me, and all taxes paid on that, um, uk wide So if if any agency comes near me this side, I can quite openly answer any questions in pursuit of my profession, yeah.
0: And he stresses to Belinda the legal phrase that BAT employs to justify all of this. And this is the
1: legal phrase you know I've got to use with us now. It is in the pursuit of criminal activity, then pass it on to the North America South Africa. This is, you know, the intent from the start. This is a game we're in with them now because they're playing silly buggers. They're trying to implicate and criminalize now, which is a nonsense, isn't it, you
0: know? A couple of months after her panicked call from the Welshman, in March 2014, Johan texts Belinda with another major development.
3: I had UK guys in my office all morning until now.
0: My UK friends. Belinda means
3: BAT UK,
0: but it's not them Johan's been speaking to.
3: No, government.
0: OK, are they going to F up BAT? Yes. Back then, it looked as if HMRC and the Serious Fraud Office were going to investigate BAT. Johan clearly thought the tobacco giant had a serious problem. Project Honey Badger looked on the verge of hitting a major target. So at this point in time, Johan looked to be ready to land the biggest case of his career, taking on the global behemoth BAT. And he had the love of his life, Belinda Walter, by his side. I hope it's not too much of a spoiler to tell you, all of this is going to go horribly, horribly wrong. That's coming up next time on Smokescreen. Smokescreen is a podcast from the Bureau of Investigative Journalism for Audi, produced by Novel. It was produced and written by Tom Wright. It was researched and investigated by me, Victoria Hollingsworth, Matthew Chapman and Malcolm Rees. Our executive producers were Max O'Brien, Myrian Jones, Rachel Oldroyd, David Medell, Owen Bennett-Jones and James Ball. Our fact-checkers were Alice Millican and Frankie Goodway. It was mixed and edited by Alex Portfelix. If you've been enjoying smokescreen please don't forget to like comment and share this podcast apparently it helps other people hear about it